Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Today we are talking about The Sting. We took a little break from the Charlie Manson episode because we both... I wish I just wasn't in the mood. I'm going to watch the episode 100%. I would never not watch A Dateline. Just wasn't in the mood to recap it. This story, The Sting, has been in the news a lot lately. And so it brought it back to my memory. And I've been following the case for a while, so I thought it would be fun. We also want to start doing some of Kimberly's favorite episodes because Kimberly has a list of about let's see I actually plugged in my DVR that I no longer use right now and then each episode brought forth at least five or six more that it remind that I also love so I got up to about 32 that are like my favorite datelines that I've watched multiple times that I want to bring to you and have you see them and discuss them so i don't know if we'll be adding a second episode to each week or we'll do it on repeat weeks but we will eventually get to i think all my favorite episodes that's the goal i can't wait because on the favorite ones you get really excited about it and i do so so what what season an episode is the sting and it is available on the nbc.com or the nbc app for those people who want to watch the sting Absolutely. I'm going to try to, when we do the Kimberly's favorites, going to try to pick ones that are only available to watch somewhere so people can watch it. Not like our recaps aren't totally accurate and completely (laughs) intellectually based and cover the episode respectfully. So this episode was season 25. I think episode 12, I'm not sure... It aired in December of 2016, but there was an earlier episode also about the same case, which was called The Ballad of Mike and Dahlia, which is why they use that phrase so many times. And that episode is from 2015. So Dateline has been covering this for a while. They've covered it a few times because there's been so many new trials. I'm not going to say for who, not give anything away. This episode was hosted by Dennis Murphy, I wanted to say. And I really yeah. enjoyed him. I sometimes don't give him all the dues that he is owed. He's great. He's... He gave some serious sassafras in this episode. There were a few quotes that I wrote down from him that I chuckled and chortled to myself about how mm. clever he was being. Dennis mm-hmm. is a... He's a, a gem. one. He's a hidden gem. He, he really is. A is. Gem. He's not flashy like no. Heath or Mank. But he comes up and he is a classic Dateline. There's something about this him that brings a comfort to me. It's like he's yeah. always been a part of the show. That's how I feel. I was going to say, I feel like Keith has his leans. Mank has his Hank, Hanky. Andrea's got her white jeans and flawless mm-hmm. style skin and mm-hmm. hair. And Dennis, Dennis, we got to get Dennis a gimmick. Yes, that's the part that is tricky because he's just Dennis and... He just brings something intangible. So there's not as much of a, a catch. Like, he doesn't do a crazy eyebrow raise like Mank. No, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't do a crazy smirk. But no. he brings something, and it's he just brings Dennisness. He's just enough. Dennisness. He's Dennis enough. Dennis is enough. You, okay. are, you, got, you hit the nail on the head. Dennis Great. is enough. Also, so, T-shirts coming out that say yeah. just Dennis is enough. Just Dennis Murphy's face. So, okay. What um, happens in the sting? This episode takes place in Florida, and it's apparently this area, Boynton Beach, where everyone is just sitting around and extremely jealous that they live on the mainland and they don't get to live in Palm Beach. They spent five minutes on the fact that they did. 
everyone has just extreme jealousy of the rich people that live in Palm Beach. It just seems like a terrible way to live your life. Yeah, there's a lot of judgment, though, coming from Dateline, I felt like, for the people that want to be rich. Did you not feel like that? I they did. were really mocking the people on Boynton Beach who really just want to be rich and are looking at the keeping up with the Joneses and can't do it. I was like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be rich, but you shouldn't no. spend your life looking across the way and want to be like that. But they really painted <laughs> Dahlia and Mike DiPolito as gold hungry. She has a $20,000 diamond ring. He has a Porsche and they all they long to do is live the fancy lifestyle. But they're yeah. doing okay in their condo for a couple starting out. They basically, Dateline paints them right away as gold diggers. So the love story of Dahlia and Mike DiPolito, the names just roll off the tongue. The love story for public consumption, the G-rated version, as Dennis tells us, is that they met and fell in love. He is an internet entrepreneur and she's a businesswoman. So that's what we're calling it now. Okay, I got it. The only hiccup in there, the ballad of Mike and Dahlia, is that he's already married. So he has lawyers get him a quickie divorce so that the ballad of Mike and Dahlia could begin. It is so romantic. But Dennis does take the time to ask Mike's divorce lawyers if the attraction between Dahlia and Mike was a sexual attraction. He just asks out of nowhere. And the lawyer says, yes, absolutely. Um... Thanks. It, I don't know where it came from, but I thought out of, you of nowhere, Dennis is like, "Is this like a sexual attraction?" But, yes, when it he is. asked it, I thought Kimberly threw something at her TV. Kimberly threw <laughs> a sock. She was like, "Stop asking that," because obviously it is. He divorced obviously. his wife. Yeah. Ugh. Yes, it was obviously sexual, and they were obviously lovers. <laughs> My favorite yes. word. Yeah. They had lots of things in common. He liked that she was a self-made real estate agent. Was she? Her? <laughs> they get married. Three months into the marriage, she says she's pregnant. Yay, baby's on the way. Oh, so God. in August, in 2009, she's at the gym and the police call her and tell her to come home immediately. She comes home. There's crime scene tape up. Cops is filming the TV show. Because Florida is a gold mine. And if I was a producer for cops, I would just buy constant round trip tickets. Yeah. I would definitely have a home base in Florida. The real cops, not the cops TV show cops, tell Dahlia her husband's been killed. At the word killed, she bursts out crying hysterically. And I rewound about 10 times. So did I. And I can't figure out if she's crying right at the word killed Right, it's like kill her. Yeah. Ah! Kill. Eh. So do say killed slow, and yeah. I'm gonna cry when she comes okay. in. Okay, I'm sorry. Your husband's been killed. <sighs> yes, that's it. It's halfway so it's like through. Halfway. It's like a. It's a beat too early. It's yes. just. It's it's a beat. It's enough that you sort of it makes you cock your head a little bit and yes. like like the RCA dog. Why? <laughs> What? You, it doesn't seem right. like her brain would have had time to hear and then process the it, word because I, he hasn't even finished saying the word. Right. You even though his tone is like something bad, he's going to say something bad. But he like, could have said your husband shot, has been hurt, yeah. injured, arrested. 
She, he's almost oh, been arrested yeah. a million times. He could have been, I'm very sorry to tell you your husband's been arrested. Absolutely. They say that Mike is killed by an intruder. So she's hyperventilating, but she calms down really quick. And at the police station, she tells them that Mike is on probation for some crimes. Now, as Dennis phrases it, Mike is a convicted felon who was selling phony currency securities. Dahlia does not understand what that is at all. Because as she says, he was like taking money. He explained it like boiler room. Like he would take money from people and like those people would want him killed. So that's her understanding of his crimes. They ask her about Mm. the marriage and she says, it's fine. Like there's nothing. That's how she describes her six month marriage. Also not crying at all in this police no. interview. Not No not tears. Crying. It's oh. fine. Like there's nothing. She doesn't tell them that she's pregnant. Very interesting. And she also doesn't ask how he was killed. Right. Also interesting. So Dennis says the police are just toying with her and they know more about the story. <laughs> and he says, let's rewind a few days. What happened a few days before this is that a man walks into the Boynton Beach cop station and says his lover, this lady, is trying to hire a hitman to kill her husband. His name is Mohammed, and he is a part-time actor, and I think we all know what that means. I think we each know dozens of part-time actors, some of them at different levels of shadiness. Yeah. So Dennis says that Mohammed and Dahlia are friends with benefits, which is so funny to me when Dennis says things like friends with benefits. The detectives aren't sure if they should believe Muhammad because he doesn't really even know his girlfriend's last name or the name of the husband or and where she lives or anything. But he also, they feel he like thinks her name is Delilah. <laughs> no, he Did doesn't. you know that? Oh no. yeah. Yeah, oh sorry, that's extra information. <laughs> but he kidding? does actually call her Delilah. <laughs> that I think that's how she introduced herself. She's a shady girl. Oh She's my god! Shady. Okay. So. Hey there, Delilah is my new title. So not Samson and Delilah, because Mike Mike Dipolato kind of looks like that's, Samson. Yeah, I could see that too. I mm-hmm. could see that too. But Hey there, Delilah, I feel like is more annoying, and she is annoying because that song is prevalent. Oh, that in my song's head. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Even the mention of it, it gets in your head. The yeah, mention of that song, you yes. now have it playing. Oh, yes, brother. Sorry, listeners. Everyone. Sorry. Yeah. The police feel like a life may be at stake, so they're going to take a chance. They have Muhammad set up a meeting with Dahlia, and they're going to film it. And they're filming from the back seat of the car. Dahlia says, gets in the car and says, hey, what's up? I love you, too. And Muhammad says, yeah, you love me, too. Is this how people talk? I wish you were exaggerating about how Like people that don't even talks. know each other's last names. Do, do other people in Florida talk like that? No, I think just dumb people talk like that. <laughs> so this is our first backseat undercover cam footage. So she starts talking to Muhammad right away about hiring a hitman. And she curses like nobody's business. It's like, it's not even about the effing money. You don't even effing get it. We'll spend that money in the effing blink of an eye. What? She's not a lady. What? She's not a lady. She's a potty mouth. So she brings photos of Mike for the hitman and $1,200. 
So the cops set up another meeting with an undercover officer posing as a hitman. So then we get our second backseat cam footage. This undercover officer starts the meeting by saying, man, you look good. What Was he trained to say that, to be a sleazy guy? Was he trying to play up to her vanity? Yeah. She kind of bats her eyes and says, thank you, but also kind of rolls her eyes like she's being hit on because she's always hit always on because she's being, Dahlia. No, 100%. This guy, they're telling, I'm sure that he was prepped that she is a vapid, very vain, self-centered mm-hmm. person. And so, and I love that she goes, thank you. And I bet if he hadn't said that, she would have not thought he was a real hitman. He didn't hit on me. He's obviously a cop. That's, I feel like wow. that, that would have been her thinking. That is probably really true, sadly. Yeah. I think you're so right. So she right away is like, how soon can you do it? And he's like, are you sure? And we get the epic quote that the quote heard around the world which is, I'm positive, like 5,000% sure. So even Mike says it later at some point. I think on trial, I can't remember, he says it as an F you to her. It's really good. So Dennis says the hitman says that he's going to, this is Dennis speaking, says the hitman says he's going to give Mike a tap tap. What is, is that common lingo? A tap tap? It is now. Double tap is the common lingo. I'm going to give him a double tap. Is that just two shots? Yeah, double tap is bam, bam. But I've never, but tap, tap is maybe the gentleman's way of saying double tap. Oh, Dennis is a gentleman. Yeah, he is a gentleman. He's a gentleman and a scholar. He and a hero, really. Really? He. (laughs) And enough. (laughs) (laughs) He gets, he's going to get, so the the hitman's like, he's going to get two in the head. And Dahlia nods. Like someone has just made a really interesting point about global warming. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh, yes, I see your point. Good point. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. (laughs) So it's going to go down tomorrow, be out of the house by 6 o'clock. So she goes to the gym per the plan. So in case she's trying to back out later, she fully goes to the gym when she was supposed to go to the gym for the plan. 6 a.m. Ugh. 6 a.m., but I think she does that every day because they're those people. That is their goal in life is to look good and have money. It's a lot of upkeep. That's a lot of upkeep. Yeah, it's a lot of upkeep. You got to look good in Florida if you want to get across to Palm Beach. I feel like we're talking about Great Gatsby. What are the eggs? West egg and East egg? (laughs) Yes. Exactly I feel like we're, like we're Nick, what's his name? Nick Carraway? What, who is yes. it? Who's the uh-huh. lead? Yeah. Just staring across the water. Yeah, yes, anyways. longingly. All right, where Daisy lives. Yes. But Dahlia is no Daisy. That's all yeah. I'm going to say about that. <laughs> so uh, we go back to the video of where she's told that he has been killed and she starts crying way too early. And Dennis says the officer on the scene didn't see any tears. Now I rewound to watch the body cam footage, and I thought I did see a tear. I saw tears when they do a really weird sort of crossover of her face. That's probably what you were looking at, too. I saw wet. I saw tears. Yeah, yes. So now I'm like, maybe that cop is just a big liar, and Dolly is the only one telling the truth in this whole story. But maybe it took her a minute to squeeze the tears out. probably not. We don't know what point of that, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Well, she wants to be an actress, and she has some acting experience, as she told us. So she obviously was doing her, what's it called? Her method? 
her method. Her, her Meisner technique. Meisner <laughs> technique. Yeah. Yeah. And she got she squeezed a tear out. So at the cop station, she's still telling them that it was revenge for someone he stole money from. They bring in the officer that was posing as the hitman. Bring him in, like, in cuffs, like he's really still the hitman. And they're being mean to him. Like, look at her when you're talking to her. And like, I know. Push your head up. Put your head yeah. up. And I loved it because I'm like, oh, they get to fun role play. Yeah. And and then afterwards, they'll be like, sorry, Joe. That was fun, though. You know, great you job great, in man. there. You did great. Yeah, yeah, you did great. <laughs> so she keeps pretending that she doesn't know him. Then they tell her finally that this is an undercover cop. She still says she doesn't know what they're talking about. They say, we know about the hit. It was all recorded. She swears up and down. She will not. They have it on tape. And she admits nothing which you kind of got to admire because i would have caved by now i would have if they said i have it all on tape like yeah you she is she's pretty stoic yeah and stoic in a bad way what's the bad way that you're stoic i think she has very few thoughts in her head so staying stoic is not that hard oh that's because there are not that many thoughts going through but she just keeps saying no i don't know what you're talking about but we do get to meet mike now Really get to talk to him, dive in. Mm. He is a beefy man, a bouncer. A bouncer, at a, for a sure. a club in the not great part of Florida. Possibly from the Jersey area. Jersey, Jersey. Yes, yes, gold chain. So Mike's story is that he was woken up by the cops in early morning and says, you have to come with us, your wife wants you dead. Now, the exact same thing happened to Nancy in the Charleston affair. That is and true. And I think they could get together and be a cute couple. Remember, she became a stand-up comedian. She did. And I think Mike loves to laugh. He is quite younger, but she is very rich. So he would be into that, I think. I think so. I think it could be a total love connection. Good job. Right? Yeah. Um, If they get married, I would like to... Attend. I will do... No, I want to do the whole ceremony. I want to like get <laughs> You want ordained. to officiate? Yeah, I want to officiate. I'll get ordained on the internet. Okay. So So Mike or Nancy, if you're listening. Yeah. Kimberly's available. But first you guys have to meet. So <laughs> they let Mike watch the video of her being told he's dead oh. and of the interrogation. How would that feel? I mean, to watch it has to be so surreal. He loved her so much. Uh, you don't think he loved her so much? I do. I think Dateline paints it that he loved her very much. But oh, because you know more stuff that we'll get there to. There is some other stuff that we'll get to. But yes, no, he definitely, let's put it this way. If there's one person that always loves the other person more in a relationship, he's the, It is definitely yeah. Mike. It's definitely Mike. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he is also even impressed that she doesn't give it up. Yeah. Right away. As I was impressed, he's still like, good for her, girl. He's like, she's a he, tough cookie. She's she, hanging yeah, in there. She, she doesn't give it up. So then they do. This is the piece de resistance when yeah. they bring in Mike, who she had thought was dead, because I do not believe that she is smart enough to have put together that she just met the hitman who is actually an undercover cop. So the murder probably didn't actually happen. I don't think she's had time to process that or is smart enough to have processed that. So I think she still thinks that it went through and that he's dead. And so she is like, 
crying. Come here, please. I love you. Give me a hug. And he says, no, you cannot fix this. It's too late. You can't fix this. It is so dramatic. It's Romeo and Juliet. It is the ballad oh, of Mike not. and Dahlia <laughs> and in a, in a police station in Florida. So Mike <sighs> gives us the backstory of how they did meet. Um, he, she was an escort. That's the real deal. And he hired her Surprise. to come to his office. What kind of office is he running? Yeah, I was going to say the office escorts. thing really threw me. Office. Right. I mean, he was running a shady business, so that's what kind of office they ran, maybe. But even if I was stealing money from people, I'd still be like, an escort? This is an office, guys. I know we're laundering money and stealing from clients, but this is still an office. This is still a place of business. Let's have some sort of decorum here (laughs) in the office. Boundaries. Yeah. So three months after they met, he divorced his first wife and married Dahlia in the same week. Five days later. Fast. Yeah, they decide to pay off his debt because he owes all of these people tons and tons of money because he schemed them out of it. So she says she'll put in 90 grand to pay off the debt. Then they meet with a lawyer who tells them to put the deed to his townhouse in her name because he's still tied up with all of these lawsuits. So they try to put it in her name and then he gives her, Mike gives Dahlia, 100 grand that she is supposed to use to go to the lawyer and pay off the rest of his debts because that might get him off probation. But she doesn't take that money to the lawyer. Instead of him getting off probation by clearing his debts, he starts getting pulled over constantly. They'll like be leaving dinner and the police are raiding his car and they find cocaine in it and he says it's not his cocaine. He, he kind of thinks it's fishy, like, it always happens when I'm with my new wife, Dahlia, that I seem to be getting caught by all the cops. But then he says she's an Academy Award-winning actress at being a good, a good wife, and he totally seems to fall for it, and he's excited that she's pregnant. But it was all fake. The pregnancy was fake. Everything was fake. But I don't quite get what the end game of faking the pregnancy was, because... Oh, I, I do. Okay, what is it? So Money. For- it all has to do with that hundred thousand dollars and the and the townhouse being put in her name. First of all, that lawyer was not a real lawyer, right? Yes, it was one of her ex boyfriends, yes. like posing as a lawyer who also yes. posed as the doctor to fake the yes. pregnancy. Yes, yeah, which yes. was great. But the end game for the baby was because he was starting to figure out that oh. that's so the he starts to realize that that money is gone, that hundred thousand is gone, and so that's when she comes in with baby. He figures it out, and it's so a, like she a counteracts. Yes, she counteracts. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. That makes sense. So Dahlia is now in jail and she calls him from jail and begs him to get her an attorney, which (sighs) is hilarious. And he's like, I'm not going to get you an attorney. You tried to kill me. Call one of your other boyfriends. Yeah. Why would you call him? No. Call Muhammad. He is a a part-time actor, and he wants more screen time in this episode. So call him. So she's still not admitting that that she did it, even though he totally saw the tapes. Then the YouTube video of the cops footage that was going to be for the TV show goes viral. So there we start the trial. Dahlia is up for 30 years in jail. She's under house arrest. They just don't like to put this girl in jail for some reason. They keep being totally fine with her staying at her mom's house. 
So it's they so show frustrating. The, I know it's very frustrating. So they show the jury all the videos of her hiring the hitman. The prosecutor lady says they say love is blind. In this case, love is blind, deaf, and dumb. And, dumb. and I wish they would have cut to Mike's face because I want to know if he took it as an insult. I know, it's true. But they but they don't, and I was disappointed. Dolly was apparently juggling two lovers on the side, as you just mentioned, not just Mohammed, but another guy. And she was kind of trying to get both of them to find a hitman for her. And they read the text messages to her lover. They say, I really hate him, and I want to see him rot. Let's get him arrested. So she tries for months to get him arrested, which is also that she can have his money. Basically, he'll be away in jail. She can sleep with whoever she wants and she'll have all this money and the yeah. townhouse and won't have to deal with him. This is Wait, six months into their marriage. I was just going to say, how long is this actually into the? Wow. By she the time a- she she started trying to get him arrested, I probably two to three months into the marriage. She's a piece of work. Yeah. Wait, so, do you, can we talk really quick about how she's dressed like a maybe like a fifth grader in the first trial? She has like the she pink, little like pink blouse and little gray cardigan all buttoned up. She looked like how you would look on your first day of fifth grade. That's <laughs> they tried really they hard. They try really hard to make you look innocent and they needed to be a like, lot. no, she does not have tremendous breast implants. Yeah, no, <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't, folks. Uh, she's an innocent babe in the woods. She's a babe so, in the woods. Yeah. The defense says, this is their first defense, that people seeking their 15 minutes of fame lose all of their senses. That's totally true. Dahlia, did she have senses to begin with? We do not know. It was Mike, they say, who was behind the fake murder plot so he could become famous. It was an internet prank. It was all a TV pitch. They're auditioning for his big break. When Dolly is doing her fake crying, when she finds out that he's dead, that was her auditioning. And they keep cutting to Dahlia, and she doesn't even look like she believes it. She really mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. even. She's kind of it's like. It's the hmm. worst defense. I, I mean, if you were Dahlia, wouldn't you be like, no one's going to buy that? It doesn't line up with anything. It doesn't line up with the videos. It doesn't line up with the facts. If you it were a jury member, sense. would you start laughing? Oh, I would be laughing the whole time. And then when she walked in, I saw her outfit covering the big fake boobs. I'd start laughing again. Yeah. I would just constantly be laughing and they'd be like, juror number seven. You're dismissed. We've warned you multiple times. <laughs> We're going to have to let you go. Man, that would be rough because I would want to stay in so badly. Yeah. You that would couldn't. be the most fun jury to be on. You'd be out. You'd be out for sure. Yeah. So, also, only six jurors? Why? Yeah. You can choose, I believe, between six to have either six or 12 in Florida. Huh. Weird. I wonder why you would pick less. Six. I don't know. 12, you've got more of a shot. I would think one so. Hold out. And she is such yeah. a bad defense. I think she just honestly thought she was going to get, they're not going to put me in jail. They're not going to put yeah. me in jail. Uh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But keep going. Maybe they don't. What happens? Mm. So they do put, put her in jail. That's true. They, <laughs> they find her guilty of solicitation to commit murder and tw- She's up for 20 years in jail. Mm-hmm. But then this is where it gets really strange. So just three months after the sentencing, the judge who, when he was giving her her sentence of 20 years in jail, and called her pure evil. 
That's awesome. Allows her to be released on home or house arrest while she appeals her conviction. And I just don't understand. Why is the house arrest happening? She has been tried guilty of trying to hire someone. She should be not allowed to be near phones or internet where she could hire another hitman. But even in jail, you can call someone and they can find hitmen for you in jail. But I don't know why she gets that luxury of getting to live at her mom's house. Because that's what I keep thinking. I'm like, well, maybe because she's a nonviolent offender. But I'm like, she is a violent offender. She was trying to do the most violence you can do, which is murder someone. Yeah. On her husband. I don't. He, it doesn't. he said, the judge said, you are pure evil. So and why then, would he let but her? But you can go stay at your mom's house. It's fine. But you're cute. But you're, you're cute. You're wearing a little bow in your hair. It's fine. So because the viral video was out there, right. the jury was contaminated and the judge didn't do a good enough job improperly filtering out jurors who already... Saw the video and thought that she was guilty. Apparently, there were jurors that were picked that said, oh, yeah, I think she's probably guilty because they had seen the video and they were allowed to be put on the jury. So that's why the appeal went through. That judge messed up. Yeah. So she goes on trial again, this time with new hair extensions and highlights. Yep. And this time she blames Mohammed, the part time actor who apparently did background work on the TV show Burn Notice. Also, can I say I did extra work for a year, and extras are the craziest people in the world. Correct. So I, I want to spend some time on a set with Mohammed. He, no, Mohammed um, dead. He's dead? I thought the other one was dead. No, he dead. He died the of The other OD. one died, too. He OD'd. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, we'll oh. get there. Okay. okay. So, so wait, are you to the new lawyer yet? Well, first of all, I just... Really, the lisp suddenly <laughs> has quadrupled. I've never seen anything like it. No, it's a put-upon lisp. It's, it's, a, a put it's upon either lisp. a put-upon or from injections, lip injections. But It's that thing where all of a sudden you're speaking in public, so you change your voice slightly. She's trying to make herself more innocent. Gwyneth Paltrow does it. When you hear Gwyneth Paltrow, like in a movie or whatever, she doesn't have it. And then when she does an interview, it just sounds, her S's are pronounced more, like, specifically. It's a little bit more just sweet sounding. But it's, it's a thing. No, and I knew a girl who did it. I knew one person in college who did it. And it was very strange all the time. Why does she do it so much? She's doing it like she's... Like, I, I don't, can't. yeah, I know. I don't, I don't, I, it's She a, does it way too much. Okay, so they, her, they being Muhammad and Dahlia, are putting together an actor's presentation to put on social media. That is what all of the videos were about. And when she first met with Muhammad, when the cops were filming, it was to discuss the presentation and the scheduling of when they would film it. Which does not at all correspond with what she says in those videos. Then she says she tried to back out of it, the actor's presentation, and he lifts up his shirt and shows her his gun, threatening her, saying he will hurt her family, which, again, that is not on the the video. He does not say that on the video. But apparently, in (sighs) real life, he said it. And it was like a poltergeist, and that part just disappeared. <laughs> so 
She was just acting like it was all real, but why was she acting like she was trying to hire a hitman if she didn't know she was being filmed? Because she, they had not set up their own cameras in the car for their actor's presentation. So why is she pretending as if she's trying to hire a hitman? Because she does not know she's on camera. Do you see my point? No, I see your point completely. It de- the none, this defense does not work. It does. It makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. I have no idea why anyone ever thought this was a good idea. So her defense lawyer, whose last name is Claypool... Yeah. Kind of looks like soprano-y kind of mafia lawyer, maybe? Did you get that vibe? Oh, I thought he looked like a Beverly Hills douchebag. Definitely douchebag. He was wearing a bright blue suit. Well, he's from... Like, he's a California douche. That he, he could still be taking care of mafia. He could. Yeah, there's plenty of that, I'm sure, in L.A. Uh, he was stylish. He had a pocket square, like he was trying to compete with Minkowitz. He had like a pink pocket square or like yeah. a purple pocket square. He and was there were all two. About the I think he doubled it. He had two doubles. There was the flower. It made it was fanned in the shape of a flower, like a napkin. And then there was one behind it. Don't try to compete with Mink. He's not even the host of this episode. I know. So what are you doing? Yeah. So he gives the new story. Which is now defense number three. We're moving mm-hmm. on now. Dahlia has been This is been all the part victim. of that same trial? Yeah, this is yes. all part of that same trial. There's yes. two defenses. Okay. Yes. He says, I believe so. It gets a little confusing. He says that Dahlia is a victim of domestic abuse. That Mike was hurting her. And Mohammed went to the cops and told them that she was being abused. But instead of intervening and helping her, which is their obligation as cops, they set up a sting so that they could star on the episode of Cops and give them really good footage. They were fame-hungry police officers who wanted to be reality stars. Okay. And Dahlia was used as a pawn in this. Now, the problem with this theory is that it also does not negate the fact that she hired a hitman. I, if you kill somebody, but the cops were trying to frame you for something else and then happened to catch you killing someone, like, you still tried to kill someone. Right. But, but people get off for stuff like that all the time. You can get off because a cop didn't sign the right page. Sure. He forgot to sign page number four of the arrest warrant, and now you're free. Yep. So it can be, I mean, it's a it's a shot in the dark, but it actually could work by saying that the cops were not doing their job. He doesn't just say they weren't doing their job. He says they tossed her constitutional rights under the bus by not helping her. He's making it a constitutional he's, issue. He's very intense. So Dahlia is now being interviewed outside the police precinct by Dennis Murphy, and the past seven years for her have been a nightmare in her skinny black pants and ballet slippers and her lisp that's gotten 20 times worse than it was in the trial. She says that she was abused by Mike physically, emotionally, and psychologically. So she says the cops were under a deadline for the show Cops. That doesn't make any sense. They needed something juicy, and the producers were on their ass, like, get, get us some good footage. Something exciting has to happen, or you guys are going to be cut from this episode. And so they put Dahlia in these situations where she looks bad, which is 
totally the reality show so, villain excuse, right? Like it was the editing that made me look bad. It, to- it was it- all set up. It was it was fake, and they're making me look bad. I wasn't actually like that. But you did say those all of those words on camera, and you didn't know you were being taped. Do the police departments get a like a monetary amount from cops? The TV show. How does that relationship work? Would, what would the Boynton Beach police get out of being on a cops episode? They just kept saying fame. I don't think there was money. I mean, I'm sure they get a stipend for letting them film. Because fame doesn't seem enough. It seems like there's got to be... They're using words like deadline and, and publicity. So is it is it just a publicity thing? Or is it honestly cops contacts the police department and it's like, we need X, Y, and Z to go down. We need a drug arrest. We need a this. We need a that. Cops probably does want the juicy footage. And that is probably how reality TV works. Also, the police station is probably under scrutiny. Let's say they have had some bad press lately. They would want to appear good on an episode of Cops and take down a juicy hitman wife situation. It it. would boost because, you know, like on Law and Order, they're always like, you guys have way too much bad PR lately. You need a good arrest under your, you know, belt to to raise the public opinion of you. So I don't think there was a monetary like you get you get a bonus if the episode goes viral. But I think it's all for I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did have an amazing episode and everyone lauded them as heroes if they wouldn't get a little extra funding their way. That's okay. possible. I'm trying to figure out how this defense is even copable at all. So keep going. Then what, what okay. happens? So the cops say they didn't ignore an abuse complaint. They were just trying to stop a murder. And Dennis asked Dahlia point blank, did you want your husband dead? And she just says no. Not no, oh my gosh, no I didn't, just no. Like, someone asks if you want an extra serving of pie. And you're just like, no, no, that's all, that's all. <laughs> Actually, that was an episode of Seinfeld where Jerry's girlfriend refused pie. And she would just say, no, no. And he was did like, he, why? Why don't you want pie? Did and he break up like, with her? It drove him to madness. Yeah, it yes. would. It would. Yes, it would. because there needs to be a reason. Yeah. Just say what the reason is. Yeah, I'm so, diabetic. What's yeah, the reason? Yeah, something. Yeah. But she she carried Entenmann's in her purse, as he says. So Because George says maybe she's diabetic. And he says she carries Entenmann's in her purse. And then later he's at the cafe and he goes over to this table with these two old ladies. And he goes, I'm sorry to interrupt. I noticed that you just offered your friend pie. What And you said no, right? What Like, what did you say? And she said, I was full. And he said, you said you were full, so you didn't just shake your head no and refuse it. And the lady goes, no, I'm not a psycho. And he's like, you're not a psycho. Thank you very much. Your tip is on me, ladies. And he puts down some cash. I prove my point. So the Dennis asked Dahlia about the new theory of abuse and how that coincides with the original defense theory about the reality show and the lawyers jump in and will not let her answer but they do say maybe because of the abuse she had suffered she was in a compromised state of mind when she got in that car with Mohammed and she says that maybe the footage is not entirely accurate and that we don't know what happened before she said she was 5,000% sure some of the evidence that supports her was destroyed. Now, the police will say that some of her texts are missing and that one of the meetings, we don't know which meeting, wasn't recorded. 
It could have been the meeting with Mohammed and the cops. I'm not it entirely sure. It was a meeting with her and Mohammed, I think. Something so there were but two I think, meetings of her with Mohammed, and one of them wasn't recorded. I think that's what it was. I think so. I could be wrong, but I think so. so. But they say nothing was destroyed. No, Riff. nothing was destroyed. No. But she says that stuff was... We should also mention that this interview is not a normal Dateline interview. It's Dennis Murphy ambushing them outside of the courthouse with, with one of those like, crazy huge camera spotlights. lights. Yeah. Yes, it's so bright. She does not sit down for a Dateline interview no. in the classic way. This is no. not... Yeah, Mike No, does. it was off the cuff. Yeah, Dahlia uh, it, was ambushed by Dennis Murphy. Good job. See? I don't think it was an ambush like when they, on um, on 2020, they will often go to someone's yes. house or That's follow true. them in a parking lot That's and true. say, don't you have a comment for us? Don't you have a comment? Dateline does not do that. They're well, they said that, that this was the only interview that she gave was with Dateline. Right. At, so that's why at, at this it trial. makes sense. So, yes. okay. All right. The cops give us the most important, which was my OMG moment of the whole episode, is that Dahlia is a very spiritual person and they are trusting in God. And Dahlia says, amen. And I laughed so hard that Gryffindor jumped off the couch Okay, I can't. You crowed. That's amazing. I crowed at Dahlia being a very spiritual person and putting all of this in the hands of God and then saying amen. And there's more about that later. There is. So the jury is deadlocked. It is a mistrial. Three to three. What is wrong with these people? I have... Those three people, what, seriously, what's wrong with you? I have I need, no, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, I'm speechless because. Is it three men that just thought she was beautiful and innocent and there's no way that this, this 20 something year old woman could have done this? But or, it's on camera. Oh yeah, I know. Nah, they set her up. Nah, they set her up. Fake news. Exactly. Dahlia DiPolito is fake news. So her <laughs> boobs are fake news. That's what I got to say. But Dahlia's boobs are fake news. So, and again, nothing against fake boobs, but if you're a bad person that we don't like with fake that boobs, then them, there's something gonna, wrong. We're going to comment on it. If you're a good person and you have fake boobs, it's good fine. for you. you Embrace your job. body. Do whatever you want to do. It's your body. Love yourself. But if you so, try to murder your husband yeah, we're gonna in a weird plot for boobs. no reason, for like $100,000, he didn't even have that much money. Yeah. He was on probation yeah. trying to pay this money back. Yeah, in a townhouse that you apparently didn't think was good enough for you because you wanted to live in Palm Beach. So yeah, was it worth murder, trying to murder him for that? I don't know. Jeez. Okay. So, so her lawyer, the California Sopranos lawyer, holds a press conference where he says that all the praise and glory in this case go to God, and he starts crying. Crying. Dahlia didn't even cry when they read the verdict, but he's crying, and then this man behind him, I do not know if he was Dahlia's dad or somebody or a co-counsel, gives him one of those bro shoulder squeezes. Co-counsel. Like, it's okay, dude, you got this. Because he's so emotional. Because he did the Lord's work in letting this girl go free. Great it's job. So, it's so fake. All of it. it. It's so bad. He had to know that this defense, that none of it made sense. He pulled it out of his butt and thought, this will Dude. never, ever work. Not a single person will ever believe this defense. And it worked. That's what happened in the Casey Anthony trial. They just threw a bunch of nonsense at the wall and confused everyone. Yeah, exactly. And then people and then... were like, I don't know what to think. Sure, she let her go. I don't know what's happening anymore. Let's just get this over with. Yeah, exactly. So, 
she basically beats the legal system, but she's still going to be tried again. She gets to go home now, though, again, under house arrest to her new baby boy. She had a child while she was under house arrest. The father is not publicly known. Good for him. You might want to keep going with that decision. But be careful, dude. Watch your back. Because Dahlia gets sick of men in about two months. And then True. she tries to have them arrested and then murdered. Yeah, exactly. So the court plans to try her for a third time. And as Dennis says, the Mike and Dahlia show may be back for another season in primetime. So it got renewed. So that's all for this episode. But then all this stuff started happening in real life. And Dateline is probably going to do another episode about it, which we'll yeah. have to cover. But she did go back to trial and just two weeks ago, she was sentenced to 16 years in prison. Finally. Finally. And it only took the jury it only took the jury 90 minutes to decide. They didn't even stop for lunch. I'm just so relieved. Thank God she's off the streets. And she was given credit for the six months she had spent behind bars throughout the whole ordeal, but she didn't get any credit for the nine years she spent on house arrest at her mom's <laughs> house. I liked that. Which is really good. Her lawyer plans to appeal again and still says that the cops were more concerned with appearing on cops. But Dahlia's only been in jail for a couple weeks, but she's already in trouble. Uh, yesterday or the day before, she's recorded on prison audio phone calls because always, how do they not know that they're being recorded still? She's talking to the baby daddy. Yes. And... The baby daddy they use an alias for to protect him. They say the police are doing it, like, the to protect him and his identity. But you know it's him. He doesn't want to be associated with Dahlia. He's no. fit. Use a fake name, yes. You do not want people to know that you are the baby daddy. No. That is, you will never get a job. Don't, don't town give again. crazy a baby. Come on. Oh, no, never, never Rule give Rule number one. Yeah, she's on house arrest, but she's a great gal. Yeah. And I put a baby in her. <laughs> so I wanted she, her to bring forth life into this world. <laughs> in the house that she is on house arrest and will never be able to leave. Can't go to the park. <laughs> Just have to stay inside. How was your baseball so, game? Oh. <laughs> oh, I couldn't go. Dahlia says she misses him and misses their baby. But it's in the most monotone valley girl voice ever that is so devoid of emotions the baby daddy complains to her that dahlia's mom who is like co-parenting the baby with him i guess didn't want him to go to church that night because she's been stuck with the baby all day so he's religious too and da apparently Dahlia says amen throughout the whole conversation. She does. It's not in the tapes, but they, they say it in the trip. Like, they make a point, the news people say, that she says it throughout the conversation. So she is apparently leading a Bible study in jail. This is a continuation of my OMG moment. And this is when she says what you were talking about. I can't even enjoy getting people saved. I mean, like, it's like I'm happy for them, but, you know, I miss being home. So she is actively saving people in jail. And I know you grew up with it. When you went to a Christian college briefly and have some experience with people who saved people. Mm -hmm. 
And our friend Jessica knew many people who would be like, how many people have you saved? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a great day. I saved 13 people today. So Dahlia is doing the Lord's work in jail. And she says at one point she's looking for a topic for her latest Bible study. And she's thinking the book of Esther about the queen of Persia who saved her people from genocide would be a good choice for that week's Bible study. Now, Katie is doing deep sighs. She is biting her, oh, her lip. Got... She's looking up at the sky. I have big problems with this. You know it's the worst kind of hypocrisy. It's oh, yes, it is. worst. She tried to murder her husband, but she no. thinks she can do a study about a woman who saved her people from genocide. Yeah. yeah. So the champion. Yeah. So she has a bond hearing soon to see if she can go home on house arrest again because they are appealing again. But there's a slight snag in her getting to go home on house arrest because in the phone call with the baby daddy, she's talking very excitedly about this prison break that happened in Texas where someone sent the guy a drone with a wire cutter. And she says everyone in the jail was really pumped to hear about that story. So weird. So (laughs) weird. But also I've been watching Prison Break. It's very enjoyable. And so I kind of was into it. But they are now investigating, basically, because she made those comments on the recorded tape. And I'm sure a million of the other convicts were talking about the thing on their recorded phone calls. Oh, yeah. But... If they can use this to make her not be on house arrest and yeah, have to stay there, then I'm all for that. I don't think so, though. It seems really she just she doesn't mention it in a way that's like, can you send a drone? But right. most of the headlines tried to make it every time you Google this. It sounds yeah. like she's talking yeah. about a jailbreak. She's uh-huh. talking about breaking out. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. she's talking about something else that happened. But it's it's very much in passing. Like, oh, did you hear about that thing? She's kind of But hopefully they can use it. Maybe it's enough. Like making it. Well, you know what? If it's enough to say that she was being abused and it was all for a cop's TV show and that defense worked, then maybe the prosecution should try a little bit of that sort of nonsense and say that she was trying to break out of jail. Yeah, there you go. If the other side is going to be crappy, then be crappy. Yeah, don't be above it. Don't be above Mm -hmm. it. Do not take the the high road. Do not. Yeah. Dahlia Keep is the epitome this woman of the low in jail. Um, Guacamoments. Let's Guacamoments. see. What do we have for Guacamoments? I oh, have mine. outside yeah. information, which oh. we can discuss. A little more information about Mike uh-huh. DiPolito. Um, uh-huh. Apparently, the article that I read is from the Miami Times, and it's very disparaging on him. It's not very flattering of Dahlia, but it's very disparaging on him because his first wife... He has a baby with his first wife. So, <gasps> he yeah, does? He does. They don't mention it in Dateline. They do. Dateline does paint Mike a little bit better than I think of a person that he actually is. I think he's nice, but he has made some big mistakes in his life. Yes. For sure. Yes. 
for this, sure. Yeah. He's been arrested several times. Like the first time was for drugs. He had a crack problem, I guess, a while back. So he talks about being clean and sober for many years before he met Dahlia. He does right. not have a drug problem when he met yeah. Dahlia. But right. this is also why she keeps planting drugs is because mm-hmm. he was arrested at one time for drugs. I think that's just so much worse if it's like if someone has been clean and sober for six years. I know. And then you put drugs in their Cocaine car. Cocaine in their car, yeah. I mean, and the cops didn't show up. And what if he slipped? You're putting drugs right in his face. It's really. That's really terrible. But so he also, I do have some like kind of, it's a little salacious, the material, but apparently one of the reasons that she was getting so annoyed with him is because he used to be a drug addict. Something the drug addicts do in their recovery is they try to keep a really tight routine, right? Uh But the one thing that she would do every morning, I guess, before he went to the gym, is she would give him a steroid shot. What? (laughs) She gave him a steroid (laughs) shot every morning, and that was one of the things that was really annoying her. So he had to die. She was really getting annoyed with his routine. And then also, there was a time... But so wait, he's been clean and sober for six years, but takes steroid shots. Yeah, but takes steroid shots. So maybe it's like a different kind of a steroid, but they don't explain (laughs) in the article. And I'm like, what kind of steroid? Well, no, I said how beefy he was. I mean, he is Uh, totally beefy. beefy. He's like Ronnie from Jersey Shore beefy. But then he also gets plastic surgery. At some point during those (gasps) first few months there together, he got liposuction for his love handles. What? They bugged him. I know. And so that was another thing that she was complaining to one of these lovers about. Really nasty text messages about it. About how he was oh, such a wimp and he was whining. Oh my and gosh. Because plus, I mean, I think liposuction is kind of an intense plastic surgery. I think you're down for a couple weeks. You're, yeah. So anyway, she was complaining about well, it. And so she had to wait on him hand and foot. She doesn't like to do that. I think that's why at the beginning of the episode, they go so heavy on the jealousy thing. These people are really shallow, I think. Yes, I think they there's are. a level of shallowness that, yeah, this is not that a deep. I've never seen before. This is not a deep and river. I've, well, Mike. So he had some stuff, but he did love her. But when he met Dahlia, Dahlia had just having been engaged in California to this guy, $200,000 she had gotten out of him and then a maybe a twenty or $40,000 ring and like took his money, literally left, took off and went back to Florida. That's right <gasps> before she met Mike. So she was in it from the jump for his money. Right. So she's a chronic schemer. She's a cro- And he's sort of a chronic schemer in a bigger right. sense. That's why it's so romantic. It's the ballad of Mike and Dahlia. It's all, it almost is perfect. It has to be that way. She also, by the way, do you saw that she tried to poison him? That was the other way that she tried to kill him. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Please explain with, that. With antifreeze. Yeah. So she she was researching antifreeze online. And all of this is documented because she told these two other boyfriends about it. So she's not smart. So she put the antifreeze in his tea. I mean, she's basically at this point being like, why won't he die already? That's, <laughs> she's trying just so hard to get him arrested and to, or something, get him out of the picture. She puts antifreeze in his tea and he immediately spits it out because it tastes terrible. That's it. Oh, Dahlia. She's just. But with that was part of the acting presentation too, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. So anyways, that w- those were my outside guacamole. Those are good. That I had. Very yeah. good. Spicy guacamoles. Um, do you have any quotes that you want to bring up from this episode? Yeah, I, I really liked when Dennis said, a place with an envy index as high as the humidity. Oh, I thought good. that was beautiful. Do you have anything? 
I have one. I have Dennis yeah. Murphy says, it's not even doing dental work to get in- information out of her. <laughs> Instead of pulling teeth, yeah. he's using a very fancy <laughs> way of not using the commonly used expression of pulling teeth. It's not even doing dental work to get information so like, out of her. It's as if he was trying to say taking candy from a baby and instead he was like, absconding with sweets from an infant child that is exactly what it was it struck me because it took me a minute to figure out what he was talking about he's he's saying and that's he's like a foreign person who gets their uh, what are they called his common expressions wrong yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. it was really funny to me (laughs) idioms thank you idioms it was the harvard version of a common (laughs) (laughs) i love it can we just briefly, did you notice that Mohammed is mugshot and why does he have a mugshot? Um, and that was the only picture. What was, was he on Accutane? I, because that makes your lips crazy dry. So dry. I have a highlighted arrow to talk about this. I they have were no just idea covered what was happening. In just, like a flaky crust. It was like those Instagram pictures that girls would do where they'd put the little um, candy sprinkles yeah. on their lips. Do you it know is. what I'm talking yeah, about? I know exactly but what you're instead talking about. of those candy sprinkles, I follow a lot sprinkles. of those girls on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> in was, my personal it, account. <laughs> it was like that, but instead it was cakey, mm-hmm. flaky Mm-mm. lip dryness that was going on. And it so, took me a couple of times. They keep showing that one weird mug shot of him, but it yes. took me a couple of times, and I was like, "What is happening there?" I yeah. think he went on Accutane. Because it severely dries out your face, especially your lips. So you're supposed to, because I was on it, and you put a lot of Vaseline and a ton of sunscreen because you can get like third degree burns from the sun when you're on Accutane Man. and it it massively dries out your lips. What is so in that, Accutane? That is crazy. A lot, and a lot of, yeah, it's really strong, but it really works. At least it, it works for me. It can't be good for you. Oh, it's terrible for you, but it helped my skin. So that's all I care about. I'm like Dahlia. You are like Dahlia. You are <laughs> totally Dahlia. vapid. Right. Yeah. And I don't think we need to cover alternative theories because really I think that the lawyers did a great job of covering alternative yeah, theories. Yeah, reality TV. But there you go. I would like to say that if Mohammed was behind the whole thing because he was a part-time actor who was trying to be a star, that he really got screwed because the police put the camera totally facing Dahlia from the back seat. He got no screen time in this episode. So he should have had a camera on himself and a close-up camera facing front so that he could get all of his beautiful shots in. Poor, 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 poor Mohammed. Do do you have any better titles for this episode? Yeah, I do. I... Okay, should I go? Well, you want I, mine are always so much worse than yours. Um, not lately. So let me go first because I okay. only have two. I have okay. Jim Jim Tan murder. <gasps> oh, I love it! Yeah, I love Jim it. Jersey I, Shore. Yes, I love that. And then I came That's up with good. one while we were talking, which is a play on the Black Dahlia murder. Do you know what yes. that is? Okay. Yes. So I have the fake Dahlia murder from escort to Esther. That's good. That's good. I did I did appropriate non-pun titles for right. you this I, week. I also thought of the Black Dahlia. Mm-hmm. One of mine was just going to be the Black Dahlia, and one was going to be, isn't the Black Dahlia the one that's supposed to be murdered? Please, God, why isn't the Black Dahlia the one being murdered? <laughs> um, going great. with the reality TV theme. Yes. 
extreme lisp makeover. Yes, good. I'm positive, like 5,000%. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's the whole title. Okay, in the effing blink of an eye. Because I think there probably is a Dateline episode that's called In the Blink of an Eye. I so mean, we'll it's just... a good it's a good Dateline title, but we're going to dolly it up and say In the Effing Blink the of an effing. Eye. And it's just such a dumb person way yeah. to speak to. Because In the Effing Blink of an Eye. You can't think of She's anything else cool. and you want to yeah, be kind so you... of provocative. Stupid. Yes. Edgy. The Book of Esther, Mike, and Dahlia, which goes kind of along with yours. Good. And... Dahlia's Dalliance. Dahlia's Dalliance. All right. Because I don't know, because she had many dalliances. Dalliances. Oh, my God. So should we go to Twitter? Yes. See who's loving life? We. I don't have anything because I. this was a repeat, and I did not go back a year to find out what people are saying. But there was tons of exciting things happening on Twitter. We made a ton of new friends. And... <laughs> Someone today on Twitter commented about some voicemails that they had from Dateline. And I said, what voicemails? And Josh Mankiewicz tweeted to me, us, to all of us, all not just me, but to everyone, this SoundCloud voicemails. It's this app SoundCloud. And there are these brilliant voicemails, Keith and Josh, doing epic voicemail recordings like... Why wasn't she picking up the phone? She usually picks up the phone. Things, <laughs> things will never be the same. And it's like... That's uh, amazing. We, it seemed like they had the perfect life until one day they didn't answer the phone. Oh, <laughs> and that's they're, so they're good. They're really good. I haven't figured out how to get them yet because there's not a download button and I'm not tech savvy, so I don't really get I how to get them. I know how to do them. SoundCloud. I, I'll help you. Okay, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I've okay, had to do good. it before. Yeah. So I said, we will remember this day, the day we learned of Dateline voicemails for the rest of our lives. And Dateline themselves wrote back to us and said, will you remember later today when you learned about the ringtones for the rest of your life? And put a link to the ringtones, which are Keith saying things like, who could that be? Very curious. This could be interesting. No. Yes. Yes. So there are ringtones as well. I responded that it's too soon to say, but the odds are good that we will remember today, which will be known in history books as the afternoon of the ringtones. So earlier oh today, we gosh. learned of the voicemails and then we learned of the ringtones. So our lives are about to change for the better. Yeah. That's all. That's just really how what it breaks down to. Yeah. There, there was before we knew about the ringtones and the voicemail and, then after. and after. Yeah. And I felt the same way about Ken's hair. There was before I saw Ken's cornfield sky high hair children of the corn coming out of it and then there was after and i feel the same way about today you felt that way smell. about something with bonnie too possibly her earrings but you there was a before and after. i think there's a before and after in every episode right i mean it's valid each episode does change me as a person yeah so i really feel like yes there is something in each episode that i will never be the same again no, after i've seen it yeah you no. learn something yeah i do like um, in this we... episode we we learned about dennis murphy as is, a human. He's, the, he's awesome. Yeah. And, we, and he's, he is enough. He's enough. That's and now what... we'll know that forever. And we can take that with us in our daily lives and use it as we will. And have a and deeper, profound respect for him. 
also, as I go about the rest of my day, I will be thinking about Dahlia leading a Bible study in prison. <laughs> I'm going to think about that a lot and what oh. lessons could be gleaned from the book of Esther. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pious so Dahlia. <laughs> um, what rating would you give this episode? Cell fo- how many cell phone pings out of five would you give it? I'm going to give this one a solid 3.9. Not a oh, four, that's... but I'm going to give it a high... I um, am going to give it a high just because I love the story. I'm going to give it a 4.2. The story is good. The story is just so good. Yeah, it is. The story is just juicy. And there was a lot of outside information on this one. I looked it up and I could find a lot of stuff. And I always like that. If I can read a little more about it, I'm I'm happy well covered in a lot of news outlets which is fun well it's very possible that dateline will do their own follow-up episode soon and we have recapped this for nothing and we're gonna have to recap it again but would they want to have us on to talk about it as experts as we're experts or just to talk about esther i could give give background on on the book of esther maybe is it in the old testament i'm a jew so i can't do it It, if it's in the new testament i think it is in the old testament you're covered okay um, but I think it's a okay, bad so, sign that you said, is it in the Old Testament? Because that means we're definitely not experts if we don't know where the <laughs> Well, I'm an ex. I just know too many Bible stories because I'm such an expert. That's why I can't get confused because I know so many. I know so much about it. That's rough. I think Esther's <laughs> after Deuteronomy. Oh, my God. My phone's going to die. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. 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 Bye. What? Don't watch alone, everybody. Don't watch it. Don't watch alone. Follow us on Twitter and uh, iTunes. Ah. Just, yeah. Follow us on iTunes and write us a review, please. Say okay, goodbye. Don't, don't watch, watch alone. alone. And please don't watch with Dahlia, who's probably out on house arrest. <laughs>